This is Self-Awareness for Everyone, a weekly journey into applied guidance for mindfulness. I'm your host, MJ Bleehart, storyteller, author, creative, and lifelong learner. I'll be your guide through conscious reality creation, simple mindfulness tools available to everyone to empower greater control of life's experiences, and other applications of unselfish self-awareness. This week's episode, Mindfulness 101. What is mindfulness? Now, there are a lot of different things these days that will talk to you about mindfulness. Plenty of the hooky-spooky guru types are all about mindfulness and mindfulness practices, and they make it sound like this challenging, utterly mystical ability that people have when it comes to your power. Also, along this same line, psychologists love to throw around the idea of mindfulness lots and lots these days because they are trying to help people recognize the difference between being one with their conscious mind versus living via their ego or their subconscious mind or all kinds of other ways in which they're not empowered. So what exactly is mindfulness? Mindfulness is stunningly, stunningly simple when you get right down to it. It is conscious awareness, it is self-awareness, and it is a product that can only exist here and now in the presence. What happens when you're mindful is that you become consciously aware of your inner mindset, headspace, psyche, self. And that inner awareness leads to greater awareness overall of life, the universe, and everything. Everybody is of two minds in the notion that you have a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is where your beliefs, values, and habits all live. It is controlled via rote and routine, and it frequently just is. It's when you find yourself doing things that you both desire to do and don't desire to do. The subconscious mind is when you find yourself chewing on your fingernails. The subconscious mind is when you find yourself doodling in the corners of your notebook. The subconscious mind is not thought in the here and now. The subconscious mind is automatic. It is not something that you have direct control over unless you use the conscious mind to engage the subconscious mind. The conscious mind is your awareness, your conscious awareness, right here and right now, because it can only work in the now. The conscious mind and mindfulness as a part of that are only products of the present. You can't be conscious of your thoughts, feelings, actions, and intentions from last year. Neither can you be conscious of them from like the last hour, to be perfectly honest. And you also can't know what your thoughts, feelings, actions, or intentions are going to be tomorrow, or even an hour from now, or hell, in some respects, two minutes from now. That's because you just can't. The future is unwritten. You cannot know what the future is going to hold until it happens. So you can't be consciously aware of something that has already gone by or something that hasn't come yet. You can only be consciously aware here and now. Ergo, the present is the only time that you are consciously aware. This can be both stunningly simple and incredibly challenging, and that's due to resistance. Resistance comes from two distinct places, within and without. 
Let's address without first because it's easier to see. Resistance from without is society, culture, other people, and things. It's that well-meaning relative telling you, well, maybe you should be more careful than that, or have you considered the implications, or did you think about the consequences of that action? That is sometimes well-meaning, but there's also those who will tell you that can't be done. You shouldn't be doing that. What makes you think you're qualified for X, Y, or Z? Those are the outside forces resisting you, and a lot of them are cultural. Our culture loves to look at those who break from the norms and go, dude, why'd you break from the norm? What the hell were you thinking? And yet we celebrate the people who aren't normal in many ways, but at the same time, we kind of rue them going there. It's the most ridiculous paradox sometimes. Anyway, that's resistance from without, and it's a lot easier to tune out and not engage with than resistance from within. Resistance from within is all about habit, ego, subconscious beliefs, and values. Many of the values people hold, they don't actually hold to. They were installed in your brain like a very old program installed in a computer that you've completely forgotten about or don't use anymore. It's that game that you loved 10 years ago that was installed in your last computer that you've carried over to the current computer, but you haven't played it. And yet, there it is, and you don't want to engage it, but suddenly it updates, and that update messes up your entire system. What? That is how the subconscious can work with beliefs and values. They don't serve you anymore, but they're there, buried deep, and they can produce resistance when you actively make attempts to change or you're more actively mindful and consciously aware. Habits work the same way. Habits are installed. There's something that you've spent time building. You don't instantly have a habit like that. You have a habit. Nope. You put work and effort and time and energy into creating any given habit. The other massive amount of resistance comes from the ego. The ego is a construct that was created between your conscious mind and your subconscious mind at some point by which you identified yourself. However, if you haven't been working to be consciously aware and use mindfulness to be so, then your ego has this impression of who you are that's just not entirely accurate. What's more, it resists change because change kills egos, and they don't like being killed. Who does? But your ego is very much a living being in that respect. It doesn't want to be changed. It will resist anything that you do, and mindfulness is a hell of a thing for an ego to try to resist. Remember, your physical being, the person that you identify yourself as, is very little of who you actually factually are. But I'll get into this a bit more later. Let's talk now about what makes up mindfulness. Thought plus feeling plus action equals mindfulness. And when you flip that, mindfulness is equal to thought plus feeling plus action, which might seem self-explanatory, but it's not because a lot of people don't understand that it really is that simple. Mindfulness is conscious awareness of yourself. It is actual, factual, literal self-awareness, and it's a product of the present, here and now. It's when you engage with thought, feeling, and action to recognize and work from your active, conscious mindset, headspace, psyche, self. 
To apply mindfulness to your life, you must make a decision. Making decisions, making choices are how you actively work mindfully. To awaken your awareness and to be mindful, present, consciously aware, here and now, all you have to do is ask any one of these questions. What am I thinking? That's thought. What am I feeling? That's feeling. How am I feeling? That's also feeling. What are my intentions? That's a blend of both thought and feeling. What am I doing now? That's action. By becoming consciously aware, you work yourself out of the rote routine and habit that often drives most people's lives, and quite probably yours, at least from time to time. What's more, this then empowers you and opens you up to make more choices and decisions to ultimately decide who, what, where, how, and why you are, which then, along the way, also improves your overall health, wellness, well-being, mental health, emotional health, spiritual health, etc. The thing to keep in mind is this. The human body, you, are made up of four somewhat equal, but not actually equal parts, but all of them are equally important, and that's your mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical being. The physical being is the most obvious to us because that's the body we occupy. That's who you see when you look into the mirror. And for most people, that's who, how, what, where, etc. they believe that they are. The reality, however, is that while it's a quarter of this equation, it's not even that much of who you are. Your physical being is a much, 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 much smaller part of who, what, where, how, and why you are. The greater part is contained within your mental, emotional, and spiritual being. Mind, body, spirit, heart. I mean, it really is that simple, and that's what it comes down to. Now, you might think to yourself, come on, what's this got to do with mindfulness? Now you're getting all hooky-spooky on me. The thing is... I'm not. There is scientific proof of a lot of this because, to be perfectly honest, you and I, at our core, are pure energy. Energy can neither be created nor destroyed. It transmutes from form to form to form. And absolutely everything that you see around you is comprised at its core of energy, from the smallest invisible subatomic particle to the largest galaxy you can look at at night, all of us are comprised of the same stuff, energy. While the body appears to be most of who you are, it's not. In fact, it's not even a quarter of who you are. In fact, the body is just a small manifestation of you in this reality, on this planet, in this time. But the truth is, your energetic being, the person you perceive yourself to be in your mind when it comes to your mental, emotional, and spiritual health, that is who you really, truly are. That's the majority of your being. Practicing mindfulness is a choice. It's a choice and a decision to be consciously aware here and now of your thoughts, feelings, actions, intentions, and what makes you, you, below the surface. 
because the truth is that is your genuine true self. And it is the one thing in the universe over which you have complete, total, and utter control. Your subconscious self combined with your ego are going to tell you that, nope, you have control over nothing. But the reality is you can change whatever's lodged in your subconscious. You can change your habits, beliefs, and values by applying mindfulness and being consciously aware. All you have to do are ask any one of those questions to become mindful here and now. Why does this matter? Why is this important to your self-awareness because mindfulness empowers you. When you know your thoughts, feelings, and intentions, you give yourself the power to make active choices and decisions about the actions that you take in your life. That is how you assume control over where you go, what you do, who you are, why you are, and everything else that makes you, you. What it takes to change the world does not begin without. There is very little to almost nothing we can actually control about the outside world. What we can and do control is our inner world, your mindset, headspace, psyche, self. And deeper than that, all of the subconscious habits, beliefs, and values that make you into yourself, those can be changed and altered and worked with by being mindful. That is what mindfulness is about. It's about taking a moment to become present right here, right now, and actively engage your mindset, headspace, psyche, self. For a lot of people, it's really easy to just be subconscious. And to be perfectly blunt, they, the powers that be and the universe, and I'm not talking about God or any of that stuff, I'm talking about society. They prefer you to be subconscious. Know why? Because you don't need quite so many of those people to help you or direct you or influence you as you think you do. The truth is you hold far, far more power than that. But it's very easy when society tells you that everything is crap and if you don't have this, that, or the other thing in your life, you are also crap to give yourself over to your subconscious. They tell you to work from rote routine and habit. They're all about building habits, which frankly can be very, very good for you. But unchecked habits based on values and beliefs that aren't applicable to you in the here and now that you might have created years and years and years ago, they're not good for you. And so when they talk about building habits, they're talking about building conscious, aware, mindful habits in the here and now to alter your life experience and make the best life that you can possibly make. If you believe that you are powerless, if you believe the message is constantly broadcast to you that you have no control over yourself, that your values and beliefs are created by some foreign power like God or your parents or, I don't know, pick something, anything that's not, uh, you, that's not there to be touched. The point is when you don't believe in your own empowerment, you can't change or rather you can't control change. You can't choose actively for your life experience. But you know what? You can 
because that's your right. It is your birthright. It is your superpower. You are greater than any belief or value or habit that you currently hold. And by practicing mindfulness, you can access this. And if it's not serving you, you can change it. And that, my friends, is what self-awareness for everyone is all about. When you get right down to it, it all comes down to Mindfulness 101. This brings us to this week's Applied Guidance for Mindfulness tool. This is going to be a repeat on a much older tool I represented to you, but a slight variation on it. But this is something that I firmly believe in, which is why I'm going to share it again with this variation. At the start of the day, before you do anything else, I would like you to ask yourself any one of these questions. What am I thinking? What am I feeling? How am I feeling? What are my intentions? What am I doing? Please write down or type out that answer. Then, later in the day, please repeat the process with any one question sometime around lunchtime or the middle of your day. It doesn't have to be the same question, but it can be. But ask one of these questions of yourself in the middle of the day. And then finally, I'd like you to repeat this one more time just before you go to bed as the last thing you do before you get into bed and close your eyes and call it a day. Once again, ask one of these questions and then write down your answer. After a week, note how this has impacted your present conscious awareness. Can you see how by asking these questions, you've made yourself intentionally consciously aware at that moment here and now? Do you feel the empowerment that comes from asking and answering these mindful, consciously aware questions? If you do, consider asking those questions of yourself more frequently because doing so is the ultimate way to make yourself consciously aware, mindful, and ultimately self-aware. Thanks for joining me for this week's Self-Awareness for Everyone. I hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of applied guidance for mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and working with other tools for optimizing your life experience. If you have any questions or comments, please drop me an email at author at mjbleehart.com. You can follow me on social media via Instagram at mjbleehart, on TikTok at mjbleehart72, and on Facebook at bleehartmj. Thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network for hosting my show. Thank you to Fee Mahoney. She is the talented creator of my original cover art. Please take a moment to check out her amazing art and products in her Etsy shop at Talia's Inspirations. Please visit my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn at titaniumdawn.com, as well as at mjbleehart.medium.com and my ever-growing number of published sci-fi and fantasy novels over on Amazon. I hope you're discovering how self-awareness works hand-in-hand with mindfulness and can be applied to improve not only your life experience, but potentially that of the people around you. Be kind, compassionate, and your own self-aware creator, whatever form that takes. And please be mindful that you are worthy and deserving of being the best you that you can be. Namaste.